Welcome back to the regular exclusive podcast. And today's episode, uh, we are just going to laugh about all the good times, all the funny things that the ladies gave us last year, because Joyride and No Hard Feelings, the, the women brought it. it it's so funny. But before we get there, we got to talk about this trailer that just dropped. Renee, you sent it to me and you're like, I need to talk about this ASAP. It's this little movie that's coming up called Abigail. And the trailer looks like everything I've ever wanted. Agreed. Like, Renee, give us the basic synopsis of the, what's what's this movie? So this is from the directing team, Radio Silence, uh, the guys who did the new Scream, Ready mm. or Not. Um, and they also have Melissa Barrera in this, which is mm -hmm. so exciting. I'm so glad. This is a universal movie, though. So this is separate from Scream. I do feel like there's some meta humor in this movie, in this mm -hmm. trailer already. So you can kind of get the vibe. But it's like I, I'm pretty sure since it's for Universal, it's part of their like new spin on Universal monster movies. Mm -hmm. And I believe this might be based on an old adaptation of something called Dracula's Daughter. But wow. basically it's like the whole concept is that these people kidnap this girl in a house and they are supposed to watch her for 24 hours and they think it's like a heist kind of deal. But really, they're like locked in there with a fucking vampire ballerina, as they also <laughs> point out in the trailer. And I loved it. But anyway, it just looks so much fun and also like some good like creature feature shit, you know, yeah. great fucking cast. Like, I just feel like this is ex like be because we were so depressed and we even talked about it a few weeks ago about Scream 7 and yeah. God knows when we'll get that. This was such it came at the perfect time. I was so excited. Yeah, I love Melissa Barrera, so I'm so happy to to know there's a movie with her coming up. Mm -hmm. Also, like, yeah, uh, Catherine Newton, Kevin Durant, Dan Stevens is in this. Dan Stevens. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Is that Dan fucking Stevens? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. But yeah, the trailer, like, it re it reminded me, I was like, this is like a combo of Megan and um, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. vampire creature that dances like Megan. I'm like, th this is TikTok viral written all yes. over it. Like this is <laughs> what we need right now. This is exactly it. This is this is what you do. You don't make another like spin-off that's kind of like Megan, you know, with a doll. You do it this way, and that's perfect. Like the the fucking little girl vampire ballerina is gonna be so much fun. I cannot wait. I think you also forgot to mention when we were talking about the cast was uh an R.I.P. Angus Cloud from Euphoria. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is his final film because he passed away uh, in July 2023. Oh, yeah. So I'm so depressed, but I'm so glad he's in this movie. But man, it's going to be rough. I hate when actors pass and then their last role, they die or something in it. And it's like yeah. I'm experiencing trauma all over. <laughs> Thank well, you, Heath Ledger. <laughs> well, hopefully this movie is a banger because like this is a this is a good movie to you know, to be your last one, it it kind of sucks when somebody passes and then like they're in a movie. And it's like, oh, this was a interesting last choice. But hey, I mean, we talked about it when we talked about Cocaine Bear. I don't know if you get a better choice than that for Ray Liotta. I am not. I'm not thinking of Cocaine Bear because we love that. That was a wonderful <laughs> choice. If I could, I would if I can choose uh, not that I'm an actor, but if I'm ever going to be an actor, I want my final role to be Cocaine Bear 10 or whatever they're on by that point. <laughs> well, speaking of cocaine, let's take a quick little break and get into Joyride because there's a lot of cocaine in it. Look at me, look at me, look at me now. Guess who's going back to the motherland? 
It's a big deal going to your birth country. We used to talk about it all the time when we were little, remember? Grand adventure to find your birth mother. So proud of you. my translator in Beijing. Audrey, I got you. Brady. Kat lives there now. Your famous college roommate. You ready to lose to a celebrity? <laughs> Deadeye is coming, by the way. Deadeye, your cousin? Hey, Audrey. Oh, hi. Hey. Deadeye. I love a grand adventure. <laughs> oh, hi. So nice to see an American. What do you do for work? Mm -hmm. It's the cops are doing a bag check. Oh, my God, you're a drug dealer? <laughs> you're drug dealers now, bitches. What the fuck? Is it a condom? We can't get caught with drugs in China, we'll get jailed for life. Crazy, get a little crazy. Hey, 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 hey. Go crazy, get a little crazy. Crazy, hey, honey, you good? Did you get the Coke bags out? Yeah, but only seven, and I think I put in eight. Just push, pull. I mean, twist it. It's not a puppet, it's my asshole. All right, let's talk about Joyride. Uh, came out last year in 2023, and I, I think uh, we'll just kind of go off you know, maybe start things on too high of a note. This is my favorite comedy of last year. This is the funniest thing I watch. There's a lot of funny things. I feel like comedy nowadays, movies are like Barbie is not a comedy movie, but it has a lot of funny things in it. I feel like there's more comedies. There's more comedy in non-comedy movies. I don't even know if that makes sense. But anyways, this was a know. pure. <laughs> I don't know, but Barbie did win best comedy uh last night at the critics choice award so i'm not really sure where it fits <laughs> yeah i i mean i saw i saw the trailer for this because um you and i are both obsessed with everything everywhere all at once and after mm -hmm. that movie i just followed the entire cast on all my socials and stephanie Shu was sharing stuff about this and so that's where i saw it and i'm like this cast looks amazing it looks hilarious uh, Seth Rogen is a producer on it, so he really just does nothing but bangers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he does, I guess. It's just like, I feel like this movie and Cobweb didn't get the biggest promotion at the yeah. box office, so he needs to work on that. Yeah, which but is... Good movies. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's like both of those movies don't really, like, mention Seth Rogen very much, or, like, Seth Rogen doesn't really do much advertising him. I don't know, but... I mean, the first thing I saw of Joyride, because I never even heard about it until I think it was, like, I got a notification from the regular exclusive Instagram, <laughs> and it was, like, a comment that someone liked, and I went to it, and it was on for Joyride, and it was you, obviously, because I was <laughs> like, I have no idea what it is. But um, it was, like, a video of Seth Rogen dancing with the cast, and I was like... Mm what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I've never heard of this. Why is he dancing with a bunch of Asian women? This just feels like, what is he doing here, you know? Um, and then Did he get caught doing something? <laughs> exactly. I was like, what is this? And then your comment was like, this is my favorite movie of 2023. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then you like talked it up so much like right after that. So I was like, okay, I feel better now that I understand it. But I was like, this really threw me for a loop when I first heard of it. But <laughs> I have to say that, like, after you talking it up forever, I had some high expectations that I feel like this movie really came through. Yeah. So this Delivered. was, so th <laughs> this was actually the, the first movie that I saw when I got the AMC movie pass thing. Yep. And so this was like the first movie I went by myself to go see in theaters. And I'm like, oh, this might not be very good. A, a, a lone white guy watching a movie that's predominantly <laughs> Asian women. This yeah, might come creep. off kind of weird. Um, 
similar but, to Seth Rogen in that video. Exactly. You know, he, he <laughs> set the, the standard he doing here. <laughs> but I yeah, I went and saw it. And the funny thing, I didn't even realize it was it was the Thursday before it like its actual wide release. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, so you saw it early. So like I didn't even realize I was seeing it early. I was just like, oh, I've been seeing this on my social media. I want to go see this. I'll go see this. And I just had like the best time. I went in and I was like, oh, I, I hope this is good. I love Stephanie Shu. And I'm then I walked out. I'm like, well, that's the best thing I've seen this year. What? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm like. I, I wanted to see this for a while, but like I you were like, we need to do it on the pod when it's on streaming. So I was like, perfect. I'm going to save it for like that because I yeah. want to experience it fully and be able to react. And it was just it was so fucking funny. I don't I didn't expect it to be as consistently hilarious and fucking insane. Every five to ten minutes, it really ups the ante. I mean, the first like maybe 20 minutes or so, it's not craziness. But then it really just once it gets into it, like 30, 40 minutes into the movie, that was when I texted you, I think, the train <laughs> scene with all the drugs. And I was like, this movie's fucking crazy. And then you're like, oh, I can't wait for you to get to the other crazy shit. And I was like, what? There's crazier <laughs> shit coming? Oh, my God. And you were not wrong. This movie goes from, <laughs> I mean, it's like literally like, you know, I feel like the shock of seeing the, the bathroom scene from Bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that a lot during this movie. Yes. There was a lot of scenes that I was like, I can't believe they're doing that. And I'm all about it. Bridesmaids. I'm glad you mentioned it. I think this is like the funniest female ensemble, maybe the funniest just comedy ensemble in general since Bridesmaids. Like, it's just so good. There's no wasted space in this. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I go see a movie, I try to hold back my recency bias. And so like, I usually don't give anything five stars the first time I see it after watching this again. I'm like, this is, I have no notes. There's no problems, no flaws. I love everything. And this is a tight 90 and Mm -hmm. it is the most packed tight 90. I think we've ever, ever talked about. Oh, a hundred percent. I literally was like, like, I, I think I told you when I watched the trailer, I was like, this movie's got to be like two and a half hours long minimum. There's so many plot points in the trailer alone. (laughs) And then I watch it and I'm like 90 minutes. Okay. Let's see how they do it. And they fucking nailed it. It was really good. Like it felt, it didn't feel rushed, you know, it Mm -hmm. still felt like, and I mean, I guess because so much happened, it really did feel like a real journey. So yeah, trip, I guess the girl's trip. It's very much like a road trip movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we really dive into this, I got some letterbox reviews I wanted to read you. Um, Perfect. So the first one, it's not even a review, but they gave it three and a half stars and they just did the, the tattoo. You know what it means? They just did the tattoo in letters for their review. So like, oh. it's, it's just the, the tattoo. I thought that was funny. Interesting. Uh, uh, next one is four stars, and it just says, "I dare you to show this movie to a ba- to a boomer." Yeah, they <laughs> like, would uh, lose their fucking minds. It's like, could you imagine showing this to your parents? <laughs> no, I would never. I don't want to know what their reaction is to seeing the pussy tat, which I didn't even know was a thing. And I love the, the fact that she's like, "It goes in. It's on the inside too." I was like, "What?" <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um. So this one is uh, four stars, one of many of Jobu Tupaki's lives from uh, everything, everywhere. All I was like, what? <laughs> okay, yeah, this could be her in the in the multiverse, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Uh, also, another four stars. This should be Stephanie Hsu's second Oscar nomination. And I agree. I agree. She, She's incredible. Her facial expressions alone. Yeah, those like, really <laughs> nail it. That whole scene when the Coke balloon pops in her ass oh is God. maybe one of my favorite things I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I like so one of the big reasons that I love my wife and I and I married her is because she has She's done that too. She has giant yeah, coke in the ass. She's definitely done that. But no, every Friday night. It's it's really big facial expressions and that's mm. one of the reasons why I love Stephanie Shu so much in Everything Everywhere and then also this she's just so animated with her face and Yes. It yeah, this movie she does it perfectly. She <laughs> like, uses it to the extreme in multiple multiple scenes. There's so many. I mean, I, I can't even like literally every different scene there's like another great face. She's definitely like the only one that I really knew beforehand. Yeah, same. Um, in the cast, but like I really enjoyed everybody. I liked all of them, but like I do, I was like I I didn't think I could love Stephanie Shu anymore, but I do even more now. Oh my god. <laughs> she so, was so good. Uh, I got two more reviews. So uh, this one is, yes, I did cry during a movie that showed the inside and outside of Stephanie Shu's fully tattooed vagina. Mm -hmm. Three and a half stars. It got really sweet and emotional at the end, man. I'm not going to lie. It did. And then uh, last one is uh, not Deadeye making me feel seen with socially awkward non-binary non rep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Deadeye yeah. was amazing. <laughs> oh, Deadeye was such like a... I was like, this could easily have been not funny at all. But yeah. like their delivery was fucking perfection every single time. And I think like became one of my favorites immediately. Just everything that they said was the funniest thing. Like I felt like always and it was always one of those kind of like little comments they just kind of throw in there. But yeah. it would just always get me, you know, totally. And so. I mean, like the cast just sold this. And one of the big reasons that I was like, I'm going to see this in theaters is because like, you know, every movie when they do their media circuit, there's always like the group interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they just looked like they genuinely were friends and they just like had the best time filming this. And that's what I love is I love movies where it's just like I can see so clearly that you guys are just having a blast doing this. <laughs> They're great. And all of their characters are so well written. Like there's they're unique. Like it reminds me of Bridesmaids. It reminds me of The Hangover. Like there's mm -hmm. no there's no copies of another character. Like they're all very distinct. Yes, I would agree with you. Like I, I can even just like from other movies, I feel like they're not like stereotype characters that like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you have the main girl who's like figuring out who she is. But like her whole thing is about where was I actually born? What's my birth? Where's my birth country? Where do I belong? Kind of thing. And that was like really unique, I feel like, and also yeah. really cool. And then she's, also, she's like the white person. Exactly. She is. <laughs> you know? And I loved that whole bit. It was so funny. Um, but like she was even hilarious too. Like everyone was just really, really funny and had a lot of great moments. But I found just like I felt like a lot of scenes felt like maybe they were just improving too. Cause I felt yeah. like they kind of had that natural chemistry. But like the scene when they're trying to figure out how they're gonna get to South Korea. They don't have their passports. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, and then fucking dead. I just killed me. Cause like everything they said was like, we could take a rocket to space and then try to land in Korea. There's no <laughs> customs in the atmosphere. And I was like, I love that idea. <laughs> love the enthusiasm. Or we become mail order brides and then we just find a really big envelope. And it's like, okay, I love your spirit, but like keep thinking. And then it's like, we take Coke again and we just sprint. <laughs> like, I love that. So 
so much. I literally was just crying laughing for most of this movie, I feel. Uh, so before we get to really like the main the the main four like there's so many so many great outlier characters also but wanted to shout out real quick um this is a this is a directorial debut which is unbelievable to me like adele lim i will watch anything that you direct like she yeah She's she's been a writer and producer for a bunch of stuff. She was a writer for Crazy Rich Asians, Raya and the Last Dragon. So like she's been involved in a bunch of stuff. And for this to be the the directorial debut is insane. This is the most unsafe debut ever. Yes. I have to say that like I mean, I think I think she also said that like um the the bit about i think it's on the trivia that like the pussy tattoo was like based on a friend of hers that she yeah. knew <laughs> and she assumed like you know most of the time like she's like i just figured pitching that they're gonna go what the fuck are you thinking no way <laughs> but it's like seth rogan's production company they were like fuck yeah let's do it and I was like i really enjoy that i feel like you know it's cool that like she actually decided to come out and like fucking just take a huge fucking swing multiple times man not yeah. just the once she yeah. did it over and over again and i was just fucking here for it every time <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really great and i feel like i don't know i don't know why they didn't promote this movie more because it could have been like i mean it could have made as much money if not more than bridesmaids i feel like if it was marketed correctly didn't crazy rich asians make a shit ton of money yeah it made a ton of money and yeah i don't know i mean maybe it's because this was released in july so everyone uh, what are ever, they doing everyone was saving their money for barbie and oppenheimer why did anyone fucking do that why don't release one other movie in july everyone's <laughs> just waiting for those two we should have just pushed everything else out i'm starting to think i'm like thinking about the movies we talked about in 2023 and it's like how many movies did we talk about we're just like were ruined because they came out in july <laughs> like, oh I, I feel like i was just about to say like that just sounds like something we've said multiple times like i'm having hella deja vu like i mean i, I know cobweb was the other one for sure that we talked about that wasn't, with wasn't rogan <laughs> wasn't voyage of the last demeter also a summer yeah, movie it was like a week after fucking <laughs> like barbenheimer it's like what were they <laughs> thinking and I, I've seen more movies that I'm like, why didn't I hear about this? And I'm like, yeah. like Peter Camp also dropped on the same day. Yeah, yeah, as, uh, yeah. Arbenheimer. I'm just like, <laughs> I know that like that is like a summer movie, but like release it a couple weeks at least. Just give it a fucking minute. Yeah, like, can't or push it to next year. I mean, just give it a fucking shot. That's really I don't like them just dumping shit. But hey, at least none of these were used as a tax write off. So that's true. <laughs> at uh... least there's that. Yay. That's so sad. <laughs> So one of my favorite like side characters is is um is uh is Audrey's boss. Really? The 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 white guy who I'm an ally. Oh, that guy. Okay. Is that the guy from Succession? No. Okay. I thought he looked like someone. He looks like one of those motherfuckers that would be on yeah. Succession. He's he? like he's like the the head of that branch mm. of that law firm, but he's, he's like Yeah. He's like the guy they're playing racquetball and he's like would not have expected, uh, you know, someone like you, people like you to be good at racquetball. He's like, I don't mean Asian or women. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what then? He's like, I don't I'm, know. A, I'm an ally. <laughs> yeah, that guy was the worst. I actually think I remember him from Beep. That's what I'm thinking. But he totally could have fucking been one of the guys in Success. Oh, yeah. I yeah. stand by that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, yeah, he could have been Cousin Greg. 
I thought you were talking about her boss, like or not the boss, the guy that they're there to make the deal with. And oh, I was Ronnie. Like, that guy is actually, do you know what you recognize him from? Oh, yeah. He's from The Daily Show. He's also in a bunch of things. No, he was in Megan. He was the bad, evil yeah. boss guy. CEO oh, yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. I was like, that motherfucker looks hella familiar. And then I realized that who that was. <laughs> yeah, his his thing that I know him from is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He's like one of the, he's like the Colbert when Colbert was on the di- was on with John Stewart, he's like a side person. Uh, I don't but ever yeah, watch the Daily Show, but I think I know what you're talking. Uh, he's funny, but yeah, he's he does a bunch of things, and he's great in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and then also too, like I I know it's not a necessarily hilarious part, but like with Daniel Day Kim, I'm like, ah, oh, I love uh, you. I know gonna it's gonna to get him. me emotional, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just was like so surprised to see him pop up in the end of the movie that I was like, what? I loved it. I was so excited because I fucking loved him on Lost and mm-hmm. he was just I just I still follow him on Instagram. I love him so much. He's like one of the executive producers and he's I like saw that he's like a big guy for for casting the people that, that they casted because he worked with them on Broadway, I guess. Yeah, which is fucking cool. Oh, but all right. Um, God, I mean, I feel like the only way we can really talk about this movie is in sequence of the crazy scenes that happen. Agreed. Because there's just so much. I mean, first off, they do a great job just setting up the stories, the characters introducing them. Like, um, is it Audrey or Aubrey? I always get Audrey. Audrey. And Lolo. Like the first meeting when their kids is cute. And like, but you're like, God, those white parents are like, can your daughter play with our daughter? It's like, because they're both Asian. It just felt very real that like white, like, and I love when they're like, you guys must be new to town. They're like. To the town, yes, but not to the country. We've been here yeah. a long time. I was we're like, yeah. I love when they're like, we speak English. You're like, oh, us too. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. It was cute. <laughs> like, it was like sweet, but you're also like, I just see it. And then it's just great because I feel like you really get that energy from the parents that like, we're trying to be good, but we're not, you know, we're still white people. And so I love that the daughter like that, that becomes the whole plot, right? Is that like, she's also like a white girl, but she yeah. doesn't know where she came from. <laughs> well, and. And a great like parallel with 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 Lola or is it Lolo, not Lola, Lolo, like Lolo is like super traditional, raised by traditional parents. I think Lolo is supposed to be first generation in the mm-hmm. U.S. Um, but yeah, like she still is like deeply tied to her roots of her heritage, whereas Audrey is is adopted. And so she like has no ties. So it's a really interesting kind of parallel because like you see Lolo doing things that you know you like the i think of them doing the montage of them growing up and like her eating uh cheetos with chopsticks and stuff yeah, i love it it's like th- that's another reason i love this movie is um as a white guy <laughs> i i think i think this shows me just an interesting perspective of like what that's like you know mm-hmm. oh you totally know? i agree like none like if you're white like we can't know what that's like so it's it was just a really eye-opening a way to think about how she was like, I wish I was born here, you mm-hmm. know, well, first in China when she thinks that's where she's from. But like, you know, if she had been there, she would be able to be anything and not just the Asian girl. And I was like, that was really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they like go to China and they talk about like real Chinese versus fake Chinese or like American All the different Chinese. types of Chinese. Like, I was like, that was fucking hilarious. Like, I don't think I, you can handle it. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say, I thought Lola was hilarious. Sherry Cola is the actress, which so what a fucking great funny. name. Okay, I just have to say this too. I am so glad that she was not played by Aquafina. 
Me too. I was like ready for her to be like the the third star of this movie. Like I didn't see her in the trailer, but I was like, I'm sure she's in here somewhere. Yeah. Not that I I don't like her. It's just that she's in everything with the Asians. And like, she's a little bit grating after a while. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that voice, I think. Yeah. And yeah, she definitely would have been casted for the Lolo part. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just, and I'm, I thought she was like, she's great in other stuff, but I just feel like I was so relieved that she wasn't in this movie. No offense to her, but I was like, this was cool to like have somebody else. And I really enjoyed uh, Lolo as a character. Her like fucking penis playground (laughs) art that she's making was adorable. And uh, the cat with like, you know, the little the tail thing, but then the tongue sticks out. I thought that was adorable too. But I was like, she just seemed like the cool friend who like had her shit together. But I love like, I love their relationship. You always have the, you know, the straight laced one and then the crazier one. That's kind of a great. And she's like sexting Baron Davis. That was hilarious. I was like, wow. At first when I was like, is this for real? But like the the things that she was having that like animated character say, like, I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, it was so good. <laughs> oh uh, my God, that was amazing. So, so yeah, they all, they establish all the characters. We, Deadeye we, at the we airport. We meet Deadeye. <laughs> just so funny. Why, Why do they, they call you Deadeye? Just, <laughs> just looking at you like, uh, I love the whole thing. It's like, so she's like, like the, the like, they're going to go like hang out with their friends, right? Like, when we get there, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like, all right, where are we going? And it's like, damn it. But I'm like so glad because Deadeye is one of my favorites. Yeah, and Deadeye is great because I think we can all like think about like the the kind of odd person that, that mm-hmm. gets introduced to a group and it's like, are they really part of the group? Like, how do She's we the connect Alan. with them? Yeah, the from the hangover. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Or like Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. Yeah, totally. The one that doesn't quite fit, but like is also maybe the funniest and like one of like becomes one of the wolf pack by the end. Oh, and I <laughs> and I gotta say that one scene where they're having the party at the the real the Chinese Chinese yeah, house at Lolo and that I family and she and she gives the little speech about why she loves K-pop. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm probably never going to listen to k-pop but goddamn that was that was, that was that, sweet that was a gut punch that was yeah they, they like i like k-pop because they like me back i'm like oh all yeah. right all right dead I eye <laughs> damn it dead eye. i didn't expect you to fucking make me cry except for laughing so i was like really thrown off however i love that like even though that scene is definitely where like they're more emotional i feel like it's definitely intercut with like because they're playing against their like young oh nephew or whatever, their oh cousin, my. and it's just yelling at him every time. I'm like, Suck it, got... bow, bow. <laughs> they're like, I made up this game, and I'm just telling him it's America game, and he's like, This isn't real. And she's like, Oh, you got a six, that means you automatically lose. Automatic <laughs> loss. Give me everything. It was so good. And then they're just, and then I love too that like Audrey ends up getting in there and like yelling at him too. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And so then we get Stephanie Shu and um, her introduction was great introduction. And I think that's like the fr- it's not it's like a half crazy scene, but that's like the first scene. They're all together and funny things start happening. Like yes. when when they're like, oh, this is my fiance. And then they like slow down the music. The hair's blowing and they're all just looking at how hot he is. And- He's gorgeous, man. That guy. Fuck. And I love Lolo's just biting her hand. She's ah. yeah. they're all like, holy fuck. Yeah, I think everyone was like, 
we all felt the same. I'm like, I'm really thankful for this uh, slow mo right now. <laughs> yeah. This was very nice. I very much enjoyed well, it. <laughs> and then the best, the best part is that it cuts to Dead Eye, and Dead Eye just has no reaction at all. <laughs> like... Very fit to the name. <laughs> but yeah, that scene is like funny because then you start getting the kind of like how Stephanie or how Cat and Lola, Lolo, don't like each other because they're like competing because they're very similar. Yeah, it's the childhood the friend. friend. It's, the, it's the childhood friend versus the college friend. Yep, and we've all been there. <laughs> and of all the characters, they're the two that are the most similar and yeah. that's that's why they compete like they yeah. see that and they they even mentioned that throughout the movie they're like i think you guys would really like each other like, <laughs> <They're> like no <laughs> they hate each other because they are each other but i love yeah. it by the end they're like homies yeah um, but their whole rivalry is really great and how it just gets started right away with like stephanie shoe or i'm oh, sorry i'll just call her cat because i can't yeah. i don't want to yeah, say yeah, her full yeah. name every time but cat is like talking about how like they're waiting for marriage or whatever her or her boyfriend and like her fiance and they're like you know they've never had sex with anyone and it's like what about all that dick use or like didn't you <laughs> didn't you what did they say they like, didn't the jonas brothers eiffel tower you <laughs> and then it, they're, they're like oh it's just a kidding and they all start laughing and then he's like i do love paris <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love that <laughs> right over his head that was a fun little plot line too yeah, they, yeah, they're like kissing, like leave room for Jesus. Exactly. That felt very real. I remember that youth group. Yeah. Um, there's also, I feel like that scene's great, but then I feel like the the nightclub, before we get to like the first crazy scene, because I feel like the first crazy scene I think has the night to be the nightclub. The nightclub. Okay. I was gonna say if yeah, not yeah. the nightclub, it's gotta be the um the train. Yeah, but the, uh the nightclub is the appetizer. It is, know? yes. And that like thousand year old egg shot or whatever they're doing, like that. Would you do it? No. Are you kidding me? I would do it in a second. That looked like the (laughs) most. I was literally about to throw up when she was like, (laughs) like trying to swallow it. Just swallow it. Just like so much in pain. That was really good facial acting right there. Because I was like that. I mean, it looked like a fucking fucking like rotted egg inside of a shot. (laughs) No, I wouldn't do that, Jace. Are you fucking kidding me? That's disgusting that you would. Uh, No, I mean. I would do it for sure. Um, I, this reminded me not nearly in a thousand year old egg sense, but um, you know, a friend of mine, his family, uh, they're Chinese and they live up in Canada. And so when we were younger, we would, we would go up with them to go visit their, mm-hmm. their family. And these, and, and they were like, I would say they're Chinese Chinese based off how the movie describes. They don't really speak English mm-hmm. and they would just push things on me. Oh, like, totally. They, like his mom would tell them, he's like, oh, Jace will eat anything. And they're like, challenge accepted. <laughs> and so like they would just throw food at me. And there was like one time we went to a restaurant and they like they get we got a fish and they brought the whole fish out and they scooped the eye out and they just handed me the spoon. And I'm like. Uh, all right. And I just did it. It was just reminding me of that. Oh like, my God. I'd have so many like, questions before. Like, you gotta, I you, gotta eat, you gotta eat the eye. It's good luck. I'm I like, don't care. I'll right. take the bad luck. <laughs> I don't need the good luck. I don't want to eat an eyeball. Are you kidding me? Gross. But <laughs> kudos to you, I guess, for trying weird shit. The weirdest <laughs> thing I can I can say that I've done that's like similar, I guess, but like probably way better is still an an oyster shooter. Have you ever done that? Oh yeah. Are, that's that's the most intense thing you've ever eaten. No, I'm just saying that oh, that would be that's 
That's like the only closest thing I've gotten to like doing oh. a thousand year old egg shot. Like okay. how disgusting yeah. that was. I was like, I could never fucking do it. But like the closest I've gotten was an oyster shooter. Okay. And I'll do that all day. But Buggers like a of fucking... the sea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the the club scene is great. Ronnie, is it Ronnie? Chan? I don't care. I know I know his name is I know I know the actor's name is Ronnie. Um he's so good. And like I love that they speak Chinese the entire time and then at the end they reveal it's like, yeah, I, I know yeah, I speak it's yeah. just fun, it's just fun to fuck with people. Oh, but yeah. like the slap game that they play. Yeah. Have you ever is, played that? No. Oh, I've it's done so slap, much fun. I've done I've done slap bets. You wait, you've you've just slapped friends like this? Oh, hundred percent. Every time that we get to play this game. I've played it with family and they're like, birds like, oh, oh my sister's I, like, I want to go. And I'm like, I'll play. And I we're can, like, ha ha ha, smack can, the shit out of each other. I could totally see you and your sisters playing this game. Okay. Oh, it's fun. But I've also done it with friends. It's like you take a shot or like someone slaps you and then you take a shot, whatever. But it like makes you get drunk faster. That's yeah. the whole point. But like, I remember uh, Kirsten was like, I want someone to hit me and don't hold back. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I have to. Family <laughs> no, first. Like, yeah. It is a very fun game to play and it does get you fucked up very quick. So <laughs> I will say, done there. I, or been there, done that. It works. I just, I loved, this is like the first, you know, first round of the Lolo cat fight. Yeah. And it's like slapping the, each other. The intensity <laughs> of each other. Like they just stared each other down and just, Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> so good. And then it's unfazed. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, this seems great. But I will say, like, once they're on the train and they're with that yep. blonde chick, that's when the movie, I feel like, really takes off. Yes, yes. And I also, again, I loved the exchange between Lolo and Kat where they're talking about real ch Chinese, Chinese, and Chinese. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're, like, giving the examples. And then Lolo, like, it's those two bouncing off of each other. And then Lolo's like, don't act like you know my family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, agreeing with everything, but then they have to fight about something. <laughs> it's like, these two people are destined to be best friends. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, I was like, this is just, it's just a matter of time, honestly. But yeah, but that was so great. But yeah, the train. Okay, so yes. I thought this scene was unbelievable. I thought it was set up perfectly. Like they go from uh, cabin to cabin, and it's where we see Audrey, played by <laughs> Ashley Park. We see her like her whiteness come out, where she's like, "Oh, um, no, let's go to the next one. Oh, another Asian family. Let's go to the next one." And then they see the white girl, and it's like, "Oh, this is the one. Let's go here." <laughs> like, yeah, she's such. A, I love it. Like. She's just talking to the girl and like basically the chick's saying that she deals drugs and she's super sketchy, but she's just like, oh, wow, she's so nice. And they're like, she's a fucking drug dealer, you <laughs> idiot. It's like you pick the one fucking like one that we got to share with an actual drug dealer. She, and I love that. She's an exports. Yeah. And imports. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I was like, I love that. But then the fact that like when they were like, oh, shit, like they're doing a bag check. I was like, dude, yeah, for real. Like in Asia, if you get caught with drugs like that's fucking you're gone for life in prison yeah. that's insane or sometimes killed like put to death yeah. i don't want to fuck with that so the fact that like they have that giant fucking bag of drugs and then the, the drug dealer chick blows all the coke on their face is <laughs> like now you're drug dealers bitch yeah. that was like so funny with like they're like we have to do all the drugs i was like how the fuck are they gonna do this now they're like shoving them up in all their holes oh and, my god like, just fucking palming them it's like i'm just fucking <laughs> 
just snorting all the coke. It was so good. I was like, I mean, honestly, in real life, if you did that, you would die. I feel like that's so yeah. much that they're mixing too. But like, I mean, what a crazy scene. So great. That was like, I felt like a very similar vibe of like the the bathroom yes. you know, scene in Bridesmaids. Yeah, except that's where like, that's where Bridesmaids like peaks in the gross craziness. Yes. But this movie keeps going. Exactly. I didn't expect it to have like three more with these. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and I also loved um leading up to them doing all the drugs, like uh, the the act the actor actress's name is Meredith Hag Hagner. I, I think that's right. Um, the drug dealer bitch. I know I'm just want to give her credit because she was she was so funny and I loved when she like went, she blew Coke in all their faces and then she went down the line and she just called all of them perfectly. She's like, you look like you've done a lot of drugs. And she's like, I have. And she like goes to Ken's like, you look like you've had a lot of things shoved up your ass. It's like, yeah. not a lot of things, just one thing, varying sizes. Yeah. Lots of time. <laughs> and then she goes to Deadeye and Audrey and they're like, you two, this is your first time, and I know you're really scared right now, but are you going to step up for your countrymen? <laughs> exactly. So good. I loved it. It was just a perfect scene, and it's, like, honestly, not a bad plan. Like, but too bad, like, the fucking drug dealer just sells them out as soon as the fucking cops show up. Yeah. But it was just, it was so great, just the fucking chaos in that sequence of them doing all the drugs. Like, that was fucking gold. That was yeah. amazing. That was the shit scene but like with drugs it was just as disturbing in some ways honestly and fucking hilarious i was just literally <laughs> like i can't believe this is in a movie this is amazing well and then the following scene when they get kicked off the train equally as funny like lolo is like i think the cocaine and the molly are just really balancing me out and I'm, i feel great right now she's like totally the only one that like seems like totally got her shit together even <laughs> yeah. fucking dead eye has lost it like when they take a bite when they get off the bus and like, is that a corn dog or like a hot dog or whatever? But it's like fucking just one of those plants with like pollen takes a bite. Ah! <laughs> so good. And this this scene before uh, the basketball team shows up, it has two of my favorite lines in the entire movie. All right, hit me. <laughs> the first one is is uh, is cat, <laughs> and when Lolo's like. Just reach your hand up your ass and pull him out. And she's like, it's not a bop it. It's my asshole. She's like, reach in there, pull, push, you know? And it's like, but then I love the, the like, the, the line ends up being like, well, go in there like the little claw game and like you just shove <laughs> it up there and pull. <laughs> I was like, I cannot imagine how she got fucking eight bags. She said, it's yeah. her asshole. That's impressive. I don't think I could ever get one in there. I'd be too nervous. And also, like, when it, I never thought about, like, what happens when it explodes. But I'm like, yeah, that would make sense. Because I feel like, you know, butt chugging and shit, that stuff oh, yeah. is also, you get you, like, you get instantly fucked up. It, you, like, there's no filtering. It just goes directly into your blood. <laughs> like, I will say, like, I think that shit does work. So, like, it makes sense that, like... <laughs> Like, like, I guess that's kind of part of this. I feel like because they're still on the drugs, right? When they mm. get picked up by the basketball team, which is amazing. And then they like go to the hotel and like the she's in the lobby and yeah. sees like her ex on the team. And he's like trying to talk to her. But then the coke has exploded inside of her ass. And I love that. Like, I, they're like, oh, she's like, oh, God, like, you know, she gets super horny when she's yeah. poked out. So it's like just the her like faces and everything in that scene was just fucking I was literally dying. That was oh, so my God. Funny. 
yeah just her face staring at him as he's just like saying things uh. like oh my god i just i i loved that whole part and then it continues we'll get to i guess we can get to that part now the next well i was gonna say oh. the other favorite line and this was oh, yeah. <laughs> this was in the trailer i think but got it's it's definitely my favorite line from 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 Audrey. It's when they're talking about how she's never slept with an Asian guy and they're like calling her racist. And, he's like, and she's like, sometimes when I masturbate, I think about Splinter and they're like, he's a rat. And he's like, she he's a good father. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it's it's so funny. I laugh my ass off every he's a good father. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I also I really enjoyed her in this scene because. I felt like it was when she kind of started to come out of her shell as a character. I yeah. mean, especially after like the puking at the club was hilarious. <laughs> but this one was great because she's like when she's like as soon as they get kicked off the bus, she has like a meltdown. She's like, we're so fucked. We don't have our passports. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, if we don't have our passports, we can't get jobs. And if we don't have jobs, we can't get enough money to buy more Coke. And I just want more <laughs> Coke. And I was like, I love that it like transitioned into like a fucking like I need Coke. Out. like it was just that's like still her biggest problem at the moment and i really yeah. enjoyed that that was hilarious i did not expect it and it was i feel like that was the first time where i was like okay this bitch is funny and then she really continued that she's like cat if you got a clean one that you pull out like let me know, let me, let me know. <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> uh, so then 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 we get the basketball team showing up and i I thought they were just name dropping Baron Davis to name drop, you know, a, a, mm, a, yeah. a celebrity. I wasn't expecting Baron Davis to actually show up. Is that him? I don't even know who. Yeah. I don't know if basketball players. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Like I watch, I watch basketball passingly and I know the name Baron Davis. And, okay. um, and so like when they actually, I mean, maybe that's not him. I'm pretty confident that's him, but uh, then him showing up and, that whole thing i just wasn't expecting that but then we get the next crazy scene which is just it's the hotel sequence there's so much all that the happens. sex like most of the sex but i would also say it's it, like the guy that the next morning what's his name the basketball player you just said baron davis baron davis all right the next morning when he's complaining about how what those girls did to all of the guys on the team that night is fucking amazing. And yeah. I love when they're like, damn, like they're all kind of like proud of each other for like fucking yeah. these dudes up. But it's great because three out of the four are all sex injuries. And I just found yeah. it amazing. <laughs> Shattered pelvis, concussions, <laughs> torn hamstring. <laughs> I was like, like Shattered pelvis. <laughs> Like, there's just so many good ones. Like, oh. I don't know which one you want to start with. Maybe oh, I mean, all because it was really quick, but it was just like dead eye doing fucking dancing with that other guy, like a dance competition or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it starts off with that <laughs> with them like lining up. And they're like, oh, let's just go get some rest, but like have fun tonight. And everyone just kind of goes off on their own. Cat is coked out of her ass. And so she's going to go work, work out. She goes to work out. <laughs> And so then it's just uh, Audrey and Deadeye. And it's still in that awkward phase where Audrey's like, I don't want to just like hang out with you solo. And she's like, oh, he's wearing a BTS, you know, K-pop band. Go talk with them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then she, it works out, though. <laughs> she goes and has a great time, which, again, great selling of the uh, the K-pop community. They seem pretty they really cool. nail in this movie. <laughs> yeah. um, and I do love that, how like they're dancing, like with, with all the different like you're cutting between the sex scenes that everyone's having. Yeah. 
crazy wild sex and then it just cuts to dead eyes just like and still the guy gets injured though because like the fucking splits right it was the yeah split. yeah <laughs> the splits and screams okay yeah. then L- lolo is amazing just with baron davis he's like i love the sounds of sex <laughs> yeah, that part was so gross though i loved it <laughs> It was hilarious, but I was like, ew, the that's the worst part is the sounds. <laughs> and then they just start like making the sounds and it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, and then Audrey has a, a devil's threesome. threesome. A devil's threesome. I really enjoyed yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, with those two guys. And I love, I have to say, when they're like hitting on her at the bar and she's like, oh, I don't speak, you know, I don't speak Chinese or I don't speak... um she was like, I only speak English and I do speak Gollum. And then that's the fucking like sneak, like my precious impression. I was just really not expecting that. And she really just. She did a great impression. And I <laughs> that she's like, sorry, do you guys not have that here? And they're like, no, they have it everywhere. Like we know what that is, but it's just weird. <laughs> it's, just, it's a very big deal for you. <laughs> we have it everywhere, but it just is weird that that's your thing. I love that. I can relate to that. That would be me. But also, like, good for her, man. Those two guys were super hot, and her crazy sex scene, and then the cussing of their fucking heads together. Yeah, was just <laughs> wonderful. And also taking a work call in the middle of a threesome was great. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, just keep going. I don't want you. I want to make sure that you do it right." It's yeah. like she's got to like, yeah, grind okay. it out. You're close to finishing. <laughs> yes, I am. So funny. And then I but I think I think we can both agree. Stephanie Shu's scene is just oh, yeah. tops. I mean, so... we're maybe biased, but it's so fucking good because she's just trying to not get horny and she's so horny. Well, and it's I think it's the best because I think we're all expecting her to, to ha- have sex with him. Yes, I think so, too. You're right. Like I was expecting it. And she's like. She's like, I'm not going to cheat on my husband, but like, we, she's been painted as this sex fiend. And the fact that, like, I mean, first off, it's a good thing they used the 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 knockoff Theragun brand because I feel like if they used an actual Theragun, Theragun might have not approved this scene. So honestly, I'm just like, I'm about to get a fucking basketball. <laughs> um, I have one of those guns, but <laughs> I never thought about it that way. But I do love get the that, basketball. Like, get the basketball. I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? And then I was like, oh, that's interesting, actually. Um, and I did, I think I read in uh the 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 writers, um, they tested out the Theragun on a basketball to each other consensually when writing to make sure that it would like actually work. And they did that. So I thought that was great, which I have been meaning to mention just because I mentioned one of the writers. Um, Cherry, and then the really long name, Shev. Pravat Dumrong or whatever. The the one who writes for Family Guy. Yeah. I yeah, only, yeah. I recognize that name because of fucking family. Yeah. Like, what the fucking name is this? Like they've even made fun of it on the yeah. show. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe that's another reason why this movie is funny. Cause I yeah. I mean personally, I just really love Family Guy, but I loved seeing that name. And I was like, I would love to hear your pronunciation of this <laughs> yeah. terrible pronunciation with words and names that are not that bad. So Oh, I was never going to attempt it. Yeah, I figured. But <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I agree. The basketball part and then the fact that like, because I love it. She's like, we're, we're like just fighting it for so long. And then like doing that machine with like the spreading of the legs, like, like angrily and then just like, ow, ow, and like yeah. fucks herself up. And then he's like, oh, let me let me fix that. And gets the gun. And it's like, <laughs> that just looks like a giant dick. And it's so good. And then the basketball. And then the fact that like she goes, she uses it on his balls. That was like 
I don't think a man would ever want that. No. I mean, first off, she popped the basketball with how yeah. oh, uh, with yeah. how hard she was Scott, squeezing yeah, yeah. it. That is a great thing to mention. <laughs> and then not only used it on his balls, but she shattered his pelvis. Like <laughs> I love that like even though her and Lolo are not friends at this point, like when they when uh the basket when that first guy, her boyfriend or whatever, is like describing all their injuries and he says that she's like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm actually impressed. <laughs> Shattered velvet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it is kind of impressive. It's, it, there is like, I mean, you could probably attribute a bit of that to uh, the fucking Theragun. Yeah. But Jesus, <laughs> that was something I never thought I would see. And I loved it. It was great. It was just perfect. And then I love that they're like, well, we're fuck out of luck now. Yeah. <laughs> Again, every time that they think they have a solution or something figured out, something else goes wrong. But I feel like that's kind of the MO of these movies. So it's, yeah. it's to be expected. But um, yeah, I guess I I just love this whole part. But I I do feel like there is I'm very excited about the next crazy scene because I, I don't know why, but I'm like, I think that's just the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then we yeah, we get the whole Baron Davis. He's like, I gotta go play this game by myself. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um and then we get a a weird, a weirdly like nice moment of them traveling. Yeah. You know, That's and sweet. like it's sweet, like you know, and like she, uh, I don't know. It was just like this is this feels wholesome, you know, and um after a crazy night of sex, it's a very wholesome yeah, moment. And, I agree. And then, then we get then we get the party with the family with Lolo's oh, yeah, yeah, family yeah. and like yeah. everyone's drinking. And then we get dead eye doing fighting with, with, uh, with bow bow. Yeah. Um, and then we get the twist in that, uh, Audrey is not Chinese. She's actually Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought which, that was interesting. I and there was, it. It, yeah, I wasn't either. And then like, then there's hints of it along the way, like when they're at the family's party and they're like, oh, your face is so round and beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and then they're like, as soon as they find out, they're like, I should have known that little round <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. It was really funny. And, and they're so like, that... also, at least she's not Japanese. And then <laughs> Deadeye's just like, stop being so racist. <laughs> yeah. The whole family. Because they're like, they're just going through it. It's so good. Uh, so then they got to get to Korea and... They're that's like, where we get that whole line they're like we have yeah. no we have no passports we no, have no nothing. passports how do we get there and they're like my my k-pop friends yeah <laughs> and it was so a k-pop they, group <laughs> yeah all of um all of uh dead eyes you know not real friends her online friends they talk Clearly, and they, they set are it up friends and we learn it <laughs> but yes. yeah, like this sequence was incredible because they show up just totally glammed out they look like a fucking k-pop group i'll give like, them that they, they look perfect they nail it and and i love then, this guy's like we even brought you fans <laughs> with thought, all of the fucking fake posters and shit and i was like this is so funny i love this and i thought that was such a sweet moment because yeah. like there's that moment of like they're not real and then they show up and like the yeah. music's swelling it's like this is this is beautiful. <laughs> but it yeah, is a beautiful moment. Yeah, they're like, we've brought fans. And then they break out into the music video. I was, Wet not, ass ex pussy. I was not expecting. That was wonderful. <laughs> I was very, like, into it. And also, like, did not expect Deadeye to just fucking rock it with, like, the, like, sounds yeah. that they're making. I was like, shit. 
and uh like the you know like beats and everything it was just really cool and also also they were just hilarious the rap and then kind of making it their own too but like still wet ass pussy and i just really loved that also it I loved it because it wasn't out of nowhere. They laid the groundwork. Yes, that they early were on. It, they were in a college acapella band, so they yep. knew how to sing. And so it wasn't just this totally out of left field thing. I, I, I really like the the cot the writing and the continuity of this movie. Like, there's not mm, yeah, there's not a lot of holes. They see is... a K-pop like walking past security like a paper yeah. group at the beginning also i was shocked that this movie took place in seattle i was like what yeah like <laughs> that I, was weird i mean obviously I, not the whole movie like the very beginning but i think they filmed at SeaTac. i was that... like i don't know if that is SeaTac. i don't think it is <laughs> yeah, i've been there a million times and it's a fucking shit show every time it doesn't look that nice <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're doing a lot of remodels right now. It's pretty, yeah, of course. Every pretty... <laughs> time I've been there, they're in the middle of another remodel. It's just fucking shit every time. Okay, but oh man, the the yes. music the music video is so funny, and then it culminates in the tattoo. Yes, when her <laughs> pants get ripped off, or dress, or whatever skirt of a uh, fucking cat, aka Stephanie shoe, and like when they said. I love that there's like that whole mystery when they say that she had a pussy tattoo earlier. Yeah. And like Lola's like trying to figure out what it is and like asking all those questions. And it's like, I'm never. Is gonna... it a butterfly? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's all these different things. And like, is it inside? Like, how does that work? And like, it was just so funny because you're like, yeah, I don't know what to think when someone would say, like, I have a pussy tattoo. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to expect. I would assume it'd be above. And then when you see it, I don't think anyone expected that. It felt like. The equivalent of um, you remember that movie Red Dragon, like the set yeah. or prequel to Sansa Land? Yeah, yeah. And like the killer guy, the tooth fairy in that, he has that fucking giant devil tattoo on the back that <laughs> yeah. comes his full back and it's like all full <laughs> color and shit. And like the way he moves, it looks like a real fucking face. That was what it felt like. And I was just like, <laughs> can you imagine going down on this woman with a fucking Satan pussy? Like I was just, I didn't expect that. Yeah. and the fact that they showed it was incredible i was not the, expecting to see that <laughs> it was it was easily the biggest twist of 2023 like, yeah i agree <laughs> i've seen not... some twists but that was really out of left field i gotta say though the pussy tat and then the fact that of course lolo like two seconds before that was like this is gonna be good like film let's it. live let's live let's stream, stream it, it. And yeah. it's like everybody's fucked because of it but it's like for real though can you imagine if that was your tattoo and the whole world found out about it? I mean, and, I guess I'd be like, I guess I'll do porn. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, and again, to like go back to the continuity of the writing of this story, it makes total sense why she hasn't had sex with this guy. She's yeah, like, it actually. Oh, yeah. he's like waiting for marriage. And I don't want him to see this. Yeah. It's like, so I've it's tried perfect. lasers. I've tried chemicals. It won't go away. <laughs> and then the fact that she's like, it's on the inside, too. <laughs> and like, you just see the red. And they're like, oh, God. It goes, uh, like, how do you even do that? <laughs> I just have never, I never expected to see something like that, Jason. I'm just so thankful that you showed that to me. I'm glad this, that I could I yeah. can bring this into this, your life. This is culture. You and Nolan. <laughs> yeah, he really enjoyed that. He was like, I think I might want something similar. <laughs> no, uh. never. But yeah, all of it was just so great that like, is that the craziest thing that happens? I feel like it is. I mean, the cocaine part's hilarious and crazy too, but yeah. I do feel 
Pussy Tat really takes it up a notch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's really the, the peak of it. Then the rest of the movie really rounds out the story. Like they, yeah. they go to Korea and there's that funny scene of them in the shipping container. Dead Eye kills the chicken. <laughs> like those chickens are so annoying. They need to shut up. And just like so quietly grabs the chicken and turns around and just you see the arms move because she just breaks it. <laughs> like, did you just kill that chicken? <laughs> no. And then then we get the Daniel Day Kim. Yes. See? Thank and... you. That was very emotional. I was not expecting it, Jace. You didn't tell me this mo- movie was like, I'm going to cry at the fucking end, which I did dude, not expect. Dude, when I was in the theater, I was like laughing my ass off. And then Daniel Day Kim shows up and I'm like, oh, no, I might be in trouble. Yeah. And then God damn it, the fucking laptop scene. The I'm video. Like, I'm like, yeah, when the mom is saying her goodbyes, I'm sitting there and I'm like, thank God there's only like four people in this theater because like I'm destroyed. I was not expecting this. (laughs) I was not informed of what was going to happen. I thought I'd cry from laughing. I didn't sign on for this fucking sentimental bullshit. (laughs) However, it was really beautiful. And I just found like, I mean, I guess it was like, oh, of course the mom's dead. But it's like. It was really sweet and it still gave her enough that she needed, right? It sucks yeah. that she didn't do it earlier, but it kind of fit because she was too scared to figure out stuff her whole life, you know? Well, so and it, and it was like, it was a really beautiful character arc because the movie starts with her not knowing anything about her, yeah. her family and not caring to then when she learns she's Korean, she's deeply affected by that. Exactly. And she's like, I've always been told I was this thing. Yeah. That, that didn't really affect me. But like I was I thought I was this. And then she, she learns she's Korean. So in the short amount of time that she actually learns she's Korean, she meets kind of like not really stepfather, but, yeah, but kind stepdad of. Yeah. Been. And and then she has this one moment with her actual mom. And it's like, yeah, God damn it. What? What is this? Like, I know. I was, and I, I was crying in the theater and I'm like, I thought this was a comedy. I thought this was a raunchy <laughs> comedy. I've never real. cried in a Will Ferrell movie. What's going on? No. And I feel like, I mean, who knows? Maybe that'll fucking happen one day, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that. I just, <laughs> I, I did not expect that as well. And I feel like the whole time, though, I was kind of in the back of my mind, like, this feels like such a movie coincidence that he just happened to be at the graveyard right when she was. So I really appreciated that they threw that line in there where he's like, you, you know, I didn't just happen to see you there. Your friends like found me. And I'm like, God, these friends are intense. Like, how the fuck did they find all that out? Yeah, they just had this huge fight. <laughs> and then like, I loved they, it, though. Th- also, one of my other favorite cat lines in the entire movie is like, when they she learns about how the whole world knows about her vagina, yeah. and then that one person like says something to her, and she's like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> so good. <laughs> They're like, "I didn't know you had any fans in Korea." <laughs> so just, like everyone's like looking at her. She's <laughs> like, "Oh, fuck off." <laughs> her whole breakdown was amazing because yeah like i mean i feel like most actors that would be the end of the career <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless that's like a fucking like then you go into porn i really feel you might have a really great future there because that would feel like something i i imagine i don't know but i would imagine that's not yeah. common in porn so <laughs> but yeah, yeah i was like, very shocked that it wrapped up in a very sweet way yeah, like I love that there was that whole reconciliation between Kat and her partner in a 
really all of it revolved around them not communicating about their sexual, mm-hmm. you know, or sexuality and all that. And, you know, he's, uh, he's someone who's like, you're so hot that like, I don't think I can live up to. I thought that was sweet too. You know, I did and, not expect any of that. I kind of expected him to just be offended and never come back. So yeah. I was actually like, that was really sweet. And I liked that they had a real connection. Yeah. And but then I was like, I mean, if she goes back to being a hoe, I mean, fuck it. Why not? She's famous now, like even more so. <laughs> I love that. She's like, let me I'm going to tell you every person I've ever hooked up with. I guess we'll start with the A's. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> my then, God. Then we learn it's a three hour long. It's essentially a podcast. Like. Yeah. <laughs> just names. It's like, OK, I don't oh. need that. But that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. This movie was just. Like, it was so fucking funny. It didn't need to be sweet and emotional at the end. Like, as much as I love Bridesmaids, and it does have a little bit of that, it doesn't have it as much as this movie just kind of comes out of nowhere with it, I feel. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the dead mom situation versus, like, the two friends. They still have a fight and makeup by the end. But mm-hmm. that was just an extra little benefit that I felt really was really sweet. Yeah, it was. And and I, I do love that it really the whole story really focuses on the friendship of the people. There's not yeah. really cats. The only one that has an actual like love interest. That's kind exactly. of exactly. Uh, but then, yeah, then they all make up and it's, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Dead eye yells in the middle of a restaurant. She had a devil's three way in China. <laughs> that was funny. That was great. And then they all meet up in Paris to, to make up. And the biggest bummer of watching this movie is that it wasn't successful. Like, I think the budget for this was roughly like $30 million and it didn't even do half of that worldwide. Mm -hmm. This movie is so poised to have a sequel. And they literally set it up that way. And it's Cat's Wedding. Yeah. And it's like, this could be the hangover, Mm -hmm. but with this crew. And I'm I'm like, please make it. Like, I don't (laughs) know. They fucking should. I mean, and maybe just fucking advertise it better this time and don't drop it. On the same day as a gigantic movie. Yeah. Been waiting for. It is not that fucking hard, people. But I guess they want to fuck over movies that are good. But I agree. I was like, oh, shit, we're going to get like, oh, fuck, this movie probably didn't. I don't think this movie did well. So I don't know if we're going to get this. But I really enjoyed. And I need to know what fucking um, what the hell kind of tattoo (laughs) that I got at the end. It lights up. It lights up. That was the craziest part. And I was like, what? Like, I was just trying to rack my brain of like how that would fucking work. The lighting system in there. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> oh, man. I'm an Uber driver and I don't have a car. I'm going to lose my house. You think I chose this? Look at this. Need a car? Date our son this summer and bring him out of his shell before college. In exchange, we'll give you a Buick Regal date, is in quotes. It's gotta be a joke, right? No, have you seen these helicopter parents? I'm surprised they're not gonna fuck them themselves. So when you say date him, do you mean date him or date him? Yes. Date him. Date him hard. Okay. I'll date his brains out. He volunteers at the animal shelter. Hi. Mind if I touch your wiener? What? Your dog. How about I give you a ride home? Um, this isn't the way to my house. It's a shortcut. You're my hostage. What you got down there? Something for me? (laughs) Why? You tried kidnapping me! You're 19, grow up! This kid is unfuckable. Have a drink together. He'll have a Long Island iced tea. 
This is the worst iced tea I've ever had. All right. No Hard Feelings. The raunchy comedy with Jennifer Lawrence. It's rated R. You know, if raunchy didn't give it away. Um, Renee, I wanted to ask you, going into this, what were your expectations? Because there's been a lot of just noise around this movie. We neither of us saw it in theaters. No, but I'm I'm glad to hear that it did make money in theaters because I feel like I want more comedies like this. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like it doesn't have to be the most meaningful movie in the world, but like I honestly thought this movie I had pretty low expectations. I think I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those movies where they're like paid to date somebody and then they find out and blah blah been done a few times i always think of um the one with matthew mcconaughey and sarah jessica parker where like she's paid to date him because he's like still living at home and i'm like i would pay that, money to date matthew mcconaughey 10 things i hate about you no god no that's no with, failure uh, to launch yes failure to launch thank you i was trying i was like totally brain farting on that you're thinking yeah well, well, we're gonna go on that, a tangent <laughs> that is the perfect comparison to this movie is failure to launch i didn't even, i didn't even think of that but it's the exact story it's the exact same fucking thing except for matthew mcconaughey is way like he's like grieving over the death of his wife and child right or like maybe just his wife i think it was his son too and he had um he was like living with it with kathy bates and like terry bradshaw they were his parents but he was like he would Dude, bring Terry women. Braj- Bradshaw as your dad. I know. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But then he's it was like he would bring women home to break up with them when they found out. Like he would he would only have flings. And then when he would bring them back to his place for like the third date or whatever, when he wanted them to like break up with him, he would do it at the parents' house and be extra loud. So they would come in and then the girls would be like, ew, gross, you live with your parents. So he was doing it as like a woman repellent thing, uh, which so is he was- weird. He was a fuck boy. Yeah, he was a real, he was like, exactly, much more of a fuck boy, but they were still like, get him out because we yeah. do everything for him. And uh, so, and that was also a little bit different because Sarah Jessica Parker, that was like her actual fucking job in that movie, which I always thought was so fucking weird. Like she did <laughs> yeah. that with a bunch of people and their kid, their parents, like their oh, like sons. That, that was her, her that was profession. Her fucking it wasn't profession. her responding to a Craigslist ad. It no. was. She had like a friend at like a vet that she would always bring guys to like on a certain date to b- form an emotional connection and have a dog there uh, that was just like being put under to like get surgery. And she would pretend like she was putting him down and cry and have this emotional bond with him. It was like she staged out a relationship. It was pretty fucking insane now that I think about it. Dude, that's like some Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny level like if, stuff. Yeah, if, like, if, if a guy did that in a movie, like, I mean, I guess Hitch is similar, but like. It's not the same. He's not actually dating the guys. He's helping yeah, he, the guys date he, women. He's a dating consultant. He's but a it, guru. I guess it's still a little similar, but I do yeah. feel like like this movie's a less fucked up version, especially now that I go through the plot details of <laughs> Failure to Launch, which I did like when it came out. But yeah. I think this movie just I had low expectations is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned the box office. It did do well. Like, you know, yeah. kind of the the measurement for a movie being somewhat successful is they have to double their budget. So that's how they're somewhat successful. It's so pathetic. Well, it's because the budget doesn't include marketing costs and marketing costs are typically double or at least. Hey, I know I work in fucking marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So why am I explaining (laughs) it? Mansplain. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It it had a budget of $45 million, which is shocking to me. 
35 I, of that to Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. Her, I don't it's know. It's like that Matthew Broderick. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, but is I, he I, demanding a lot of money these days? Look at him in this movie. I, I hope that's not his natural look right now. But I'm just like, this movie could have very well been profitable if you just maybe cut back on Matthew Broderick. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, he was good, though. And it is he was. kind of like funny casting if you think about like Ferris Bueller. Yes. Yep. Because it was like he's like basically all the things that he wants his kid to do is like the stuff that he did as Ferris yeah. Bueller. But it's it's kind of the yeah. unofficial sequel. And of, it's of, like, of... yeah, but there's no like laugh out loud jokes about it. So it's like, did, are they in on it? I'm not sure. But... Yeah, but. Yeah, so I had a similar thing as you. Like, I wasn't really expecting very much of this. And a lot of it is because, like, I just had heard people, like, have, like, these really strong opinions about it. And they're like, oh, it's about this girl mani manipulating this boy and all this stuff. And I was like, well, well I don't know. All boys Netflix, should be I'll, so I'll fucking it. lucky to be manipulated by Jennifer Lawrence. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> if any any guy had this situation who knows what their life is but they would have uh, come in their pants the minute she said can i touch your wiener <laughs> right am but, i wrong I no, you're, you're not you're not <laughs> uh but yeah like and so then i watched the movie and like my first thought that came to my head is like i don't think the people i heard about this movie from actually watched this movie of course not they probably <laughs> just saw the fucking trailer and decided that's the movie which there's a lot of really good stuff in the trailer like that's also in the movie but i don't feel like I feel like it was still a surprise with like how good it was and that it wasn't just the trailer. Yeah, I was really surprised by this. Like, it's a really enjoyable, good movie. Like, it's, I was it's a rewatchable for me. I would rewatch yeah. this like often. Like, it's a really funny movie. I'll go back to it. It's like entertaining as hell. And it's like also I was crying laughing for like a good majority of it, which yeah. I was like. I just feel like I, you know, it's hard to find really fucking really good comedies. And I feel like, I mean, obviously this week we're talking about two yeah. of the best came out of nowhere. So maybe well, we're just lucky right now. And also this movie, like it's a, it's a comedy, but also like it's a feel good movie. Like you. Oh, totally. You like the plot. Feel is good? Not, yeah. The plot <laughs> is not optional. No. <laughs> you know, there's I know. a lot of comedies where the plot's very optional. You're there for the laughs. And, and this they, like yeah. has a real story. That's a good point. And they also kind of like it's not super like I feel like everyone probably watched the trailer going, oh, it's going to be such a cringy movie or whatever. Just so mm -hmm. cringe. I'm like, I didn't feel like it was at all. Personally, I feel like it, they really skated that line where like obviously there's awkward things, but it's yeah. not like I mean, it's on purpose. There's not like where they're trying to do something and it's really failing. I feel like they could pretty much nail it. And maybe that's just because it's Jennifer Lawrence nailing everything. But like. They really nail all the stuff without being like corny or cheesy or like really like they're trying too hard. Jennifer Lawrence is perfect in this movie. Like She's perfect in general. But yes, in this movie, she is like unhinged and the best. She's the coolest person. I want to be best friends with her. Like the whole like time where she's like trying to seduce the kid like she's going so hard she's going like full porn star storyline like oh, just yeah. try it like it's like none of this actually works and like none of this is real and she like she's like i don't even know what to do like i responded to a craigslist ad because i need a car i'm yeah. on rollerblades uh, and, rollerblades are pretty so cute. it's like it's not even this real thing where it's like oh this is the movie this is who she is she's putting on just this mask of like what she thinks an 18 year old kid would be attracted or 19 year old kid 19. would be attracted to and I mean... it's so funny like she's <laughs> she's laying it on so thick and it, the timing is perfect oh like, yeah 
just her as a as a comedic presence is incredible but she nails but, every fucking comedic timing it's unbelievable. just Im impressive like physical comedy too especially we'll talk yeah. about it but i feel like you're right that she just has everything like especially that first scene i just love it because he's like he's literally like the woman repellent like everything that she's doing which would work on like 99.99 percent of other guys is like just hitting a fucking brick wall so she's like when he's like are you married and she's like no i'm like single i love to meet people you know like anything can happen and he's like okay unmarried and then she's just <laughs> like what the fuck and then it's like do you have any kids oh god no i'm too young for that like no i'm just having fun and he's like childless <laughs> like he's just so fucking it's great i mean i love everything like when she's trying so hard i love how much she just gets fucked up in this movie because like she's putting on her best like slut like let's fuck like trying to fuck him immediately right she's really yeah. going for it and he's just like she needs that buick <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think I, we've ever seen anyone work harder for a buick in their life <laughs> Except for, I mean, this movie is pretty impressive. But, like, I get it. She's a fucking Uber driver, doesn't have a car. That's that's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's worth, but should we talk about her best stuff? Or you want to well, talk about, do you have some letterboxed reviews? I do have some letterbox reviews. I also wanted to point out, because I do think it's very, the response of this is, it seems very, like, hypocritical of, like, oh, this movie, I don't like the plot of it. It Like, her younger guy, like, it just seems Where? creepy. I mean, first off, uh, from the IMDb trivia, uh, she and her co-star, uh, let me get his name, Andrew Barth Feldman, they are the same ages as when she was in Silver Linings Playbook with Bradley, with Bradley Cooper. Cooper. So exactly. everyone chill. Women can be older, too. I know. Uh, I'm but just also people are just offended by the fact that there's a woman that's super hot with a guy who probably could never get a girl like that in real life. So they're like, I don't like this. I hate they, it. They clearly did not see the piano scene in the restaurant because he right? was pretty I fucking, fucking fell hot. in love with him there. <laughs> yeah, dude. This guy really won me over. I thought they had amazing chemistry. Oh, yeah. But I also I was thinking about what other like R rated movies are let's say beloved in the mainstream now. that have kind of fucked up premises on the surface. And then hundred oh, percent, then the plot evolves. First one, wedding um, crashers, is wedding that it? Crashers. That's that gotta is be the it. first one. Like, yeah. A hundred percent. The whole, the whole opening plot and trailer and synopsis is guys conning women to sleep with them yeah. at weddings over and over and over again the opening montage is just <laughs> topless women like hey i'll and i'll tell you this that's one of my favorite fucking movies i love that <laughs> thing so it good. is so goddamn good because you know what not every movie has to be about the perfect person being a great person the whole time it's a lot of times like where there's a gray area that's more interesting right that's how yeah. i feel with this movie yeah maybe it's an unconventional thing that she's like going after this young kid that she looks like she could fucking break in half <laughs> yeah and it's like but it, it works and they nail it i think it's like this movie it's totally fine. I mean, there's my my dad showed me this old movie called Harold and Maude. Oh yeah, that woman was like what in her eighties or nineties yeah. or something, yeah. and he's like fucking eighteen. Yeah, that's the problem for me. I'll give you <laughs> that. But this feels like totally fine, and I feel like we're just people are too sensitive now, and everything's got to be taking a stance. And that's mm -hmm. one great thing about this movie is that they really just make fun of all those people, which is hilarious because they probably didn't even go see it in yeah. the first place. <laughs> uh, let me let me prove my point. I got two more movies. Uh, 
old school. Yeah, because they just Luke, trying to Luke Wilson. He goes through a bad divorce. What does he do? He moves into a house. Oh, it's right next to a college, and he ends up starting a frat. So he's just hooking up with college girls yep. the entire movie. Oh yeah, and then the third one, one of my favorite movies of all time. There's something about Mary. Oh yeah. Literally three guys all trying to con the same girl into falling in love with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> but nope, you, it's good. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's the common thing with all three of those movies and mm -hmm. this movie is that the plot evolves. It yes. starts at one place and then it evolves into an actual wholesome, respectable place. I think <laughs> where... what you're describing is a movie. Yes. <laughs> right. Plot. <laughs> yeah. Movie plot. They tend to not start in the same place that they ended. I mean, maybe you're talking skin and rink, tenant. I'll give you that. <laughs> but I'm saying like for most movies, yes, they go from point A to point B. They might take a weird path to get there, but there's usually a difference by the end. And I agree with you that all those movies, they might start off problematic as fuck, but it's not like you're supposed to go, man, those guys were really, they really had it made at the beginning of the yeah. movie when they were just sleeping with everyone. I mean, most people probably think that, but I would give uh, that up for Rachel McAdams too. Yeah. Also, the director and writer, uh, Gene Stupinski. Sorry. Of this movie? Of this movie. Mm -hmm. He also directed another pretty uh, notable rated R movie a couple of years ago called Good Boys. I never saw that. That's with Jacob uh, Tremblay, right? The kid from the baseball kid from fucking Dr. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that movie is just a bunch of kids in a rated R movie just going through shenanigans. So this writer is writer director is the right guy to, to do a, kind of a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's honestly what I want. And I I find that this movie like I knew it was rated R. So I knew it was going to be like, you know, as you would say, raunchy. But mm. I feel like it really surprised me with a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so. so we just talked about Joyride. I went in expecting raunch. We got a lot of raunch. Yes. <laughs> in Joyride. We got some extreme raunch in Joyride. And in this one, I feel like there was so much nudity that I was not <laughs> expecting. And it was not like a sexy scene in any means. I mean, it was, but like, it was like a fucking hilarious scene. Yeah, I would say... I Th this movie has way less raunch yes compared to joyride like, <laughs> but the nudity in that there, one there, there's scene. nude all right yeah. let's just get into it okay. can we please talk about the nude beach fight that's all <laughs> i want to talk about so we talked about in joyride uh what that had one of the most unexpected things of 2023 we've seen in a movie with dragon the tattoo. pussy oh, satan pussy excuse me <laughs> yeah. uh this had almost maybe almost if not more of a surprise in a full-blown Jennifer Lawrence just annihilating teenagers on the beach by like fighting them <laughs> completely nude nude <laughs> and it's actually her no stunt doubles and might I just say that like I feel like there's little to none of like any other act like names I could think of of uh, actors who could actually who would agree to do this and think like <laughs> fuck yeah why not and she just fucking rocks it, man. I've never seen anything like it. She gets a fucking punch right to the vag. And it's hilarious. This <laughs> whole scene is so funny because it's like, you're also probably like, I mean, I'm sure it's like, oh my God, wow, Jennifer Lawrence naked. That's amazing. But then she's like fucking taking these dudes out. She does like some wrestling moves and shit. Yeah, she gets, yeah, it's, it's like the initial shock value. It's like, I just saw Jennifer Lawrence naked. Yeah. And then... She just full blown like suplexes a guy <laughs> <laughs> throwing sand and fucking shit. It was just so 
fucking funny and i love unbelievable love that, like, they're like you're crazy it's like well what the fuck like you guys stay the fuck out of montauk because it's like <laughs> yeah. you guys are stealing all their shit i feel like she really i would have been like you're my fucking hero <laughs> like you just saved the day uh, <laughs> it was God. so badass and i just felt like like maybe that's like my main point about how amazing jennifer lawrence is in this movie but she's just so good but i did want to ask you about nude fight scenes because it's mm -hmm. like it's actually like there's molt there's like a handful of others that's not super common but is there any like other nude i feel like this belongs in the top top uh i guess in the pantheon of of really good nude fight scenes in movies <laughs> so a weird category it, it is and it's also a dangerous one to to google you know one wrong thing you miss you just get a whole different search but uh <laughs> yeah but that's part of the fun yeah um no, I mean, the only other one that I can really think of, and I qualify this of like, this is a full blown nude fight scene, mm -hmm. not just like a, a moment where you see yes. someone nude. Agreed. This is a, this is a fight scene. Yeah. And the only one it's that I sequence. Could, only one that I could think of. And it's fitting. There's also a letterbox review. Best nude fight scene since Eastern Promises. That's exactly. the one that I think of. <laughs> yes, 100%. Okay, Eastern Promises, probably the most badass. I mean, this one's badass, but that one's like fucking gnarly and crazy and just Viggo <laughs> Mortensen. Wow. Yeah. Um, There's a similar one in The Northman. I know you haven't seen it, but like towards the end oh, of yeah. the movie, Alexander Skarsgård in the sky, they fight nude on a fucking volcano that's like erupting. It's insane. Like and then think of all the danger normally and then your dick's out i mean that's just like extra i mean i just that just feels like you're really playing with fire there literally i mean you're <laughs> you're hairless after that fight i would yeah. imagine yeah i mean i guess that's that's not too bad but uh maybe skinless too honestly <laughs> make the wrong turn uh there's there was a, a list that i did go through but i do think like off the top of my head my first one that i think is the best is borat the hotel scene oh when his, yeah his manager or whatever the guy <laughs> yeah. they fucking fight and it's like that big guy like sits on Sacha Baron Cohen's face <laughs> like he literally had his ass on his fucking face it's so ridiculous then they go in like the elevator in like the fucking like hotel it's like so fucking crazy <laughs> and it goes on for a long long time you know I feel like that one's just <laughs> that one always stuck out in my memory was like that was a pure shock watching that part yeah <laughs> um and then the list that I did check also mentioned the hangover with oh um, yeah when Ken John yeah Ken Jong when he jumps out of the trunk and he's nude for quite a bit while he's attacking them I mean it's not a super long scene but I would say there's enough nudity to qualify it I think the moral of the story is that there's not many of these scenes so you really have to expand the criteria to make a list <laughs> you really do but also I would like to point out that out of all of these on the list that we have gone through and that I could think of Jennifer Lawrence is the only woman so far on this list, at least that I could think of, for like doing doing the full fight scene nude by herself. That was just <laughs> really incredible, and I think she should deserve to win for best nude fight scene in a movie. I mean, what, I was so happy to see that she was nominated for the Golden Globes. I'm like, you deserved a nom for she, this. Yeah. Like, God, I think we nom, all I'll give her everything <laughs> and this and the budget of this movie. You deserved it, but exactly. <laughs> the funny thing is so. I will. I'll read a couple of letterbox reviews because they pretty much all revolve around Jennifer Lawrence. I figured. Um, I mean, she's like the main everything in this movie. Although I will say the other guy. What's his name? You said um, Andrew Barth Feldman. That guy. Uh, We're going to get to him. Yeah. I 
But I'm saying he was also amazing. But like literally Jennifer Lawrence, like if you like her or don't like her, I feel like that's probably going to decide if you like the movie or not. Yeah. So first uh, review is Jennifer Lawrence suplex someone. We won this summer. Yeah. Three stars. True. Three. Five. Come on. People are fucking stingy on Letterboxd. We need to cast Jennifer Lawrence in everything, actually. Three and a half stars. I've said this forever. And um, I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way. Three stars also, but I do like this one. This universe's Jennifer Lawrence would have won this Hunger Games in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. 100%. (laughs) He fucking held nothing back. She was hardcore. (laughs) My favorite thing about this is that like that whole sequence is how badass it is. But then the quick cut to like her just swimming up so nice afterwards when she gets back in the water. She's like, well, every time we got all of our stuff back, that was fun. She's like, like back into sweet mode. And he's like, what? What was that? She's like, <laughs> she's like they, oh, they just apologized. It's like, I heard screaming. That was the apologizing. <laughs> oh, but I love man. that, you know, she just goes right back to it. It's like nothing phases her in this movie. She would fucking kill everyone in the Hunger Games if yeah. it was this character. Yeah. I mean, there wouldn't be uh, two movies and one two-parter movie. No. <laughs> and then a new one spinoff with like 18 yeah. words in the name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We need, to, we need to cut down on the names, people. I can't even remember that. But that one was like, it felt on purpose. They were adding all of these extra <laughs> yeah. words and really long words. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> we're not here to talk about the Hunger Games. So, okay. So let's, let's, let's kind of keep going on Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I'm willing to go on her for as long as you want, Jace. I mean, she, she's just amazing. Like perfect. This is an Oscar winning actress. She's like one of the best we've seen. She's done the craziest range of movies from like silver linings playbook to this to mother you know yeah. like <laughs> like just insane and i feel like i can't imagine it's really hard to imagine anyone other than her doing this because there's such a such a, a balancing of comedy and then seriousness and emotion and time like there's so many plates that are spinning and she yeah. just she really just nails it. She nails it. And like she's the perfect the, the, actress, I think, for this character. Like I can't imagine that who when they were when he wrote this that he had anyone else in mind. But I think yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is literally she fits everything because she's sexy enough. She's fucking hilarious. She's great with like the the her body and physical comedy too. And just like literally the chemistry too between them is like on fire. So it just, it really is just working all over the place. And that's why I feel like this movie just gave me a smile the whole time. Yeah. And like, it, it's like the, I laugh so hard when I see her in the beginning on the rollerblades. Like, yeah, it's so ro- good. Like on the road and people honking. She's like, you think I chose this? Like, I know, but I was like, bitch, get off the road at least. Get on the fucking <laughs> side. I, I did love her commitment, though, to the rollerblades and like when she was going up the stairs. Yeah. There's just like such, there's just such great, she's just an amazing actress, obviously, but like just how fucking funny she is in this movie and still brings the heart and great acting. It's just, it makes for really a delightful movie. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, like this to me really reminded me of like, if you're if you're a great actor, you can have chemistry with anybody. Mm-hmm. And she has incredible chemistry with um with Percy. 
Yes, and thank it, you. It, That's his character name. Okay, yeah. perfect. And it reminded me, like, the first thing that popped in my head is what I thought of Kate Winslet in The Holiday mm. and the chemistry she has with Arthur. It's like... Oh, the, the old guy? The old, the old man. Oh, I think you're talking about Jack Black. No, 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 like, Jack, they have the romantic chemistry. So, yes, yeah. and Jack Black, you know, whatever. But, like... Arthur's like this old man and they have this like friendship thing. And, but yeah, there's yeah, okay, so much palpable chemistry between them. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of that because this movie is not, this movie's not about her actually like hooking up with, with Percy. This no. is, this is really like a coming, coming of, of age, age story. Yeah. Disguised as a raunchy comedy. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like a rom-com. Like maybe people saw the trailer and were like, Oh God, they're going to end up together. But I was like, personally, I wouldn't have been Percy. I mean, personally, I would not have been like a bothered if that happened, but like I'm really happy with the way that they dealt with it, which was just like it just felt right. You know, yeah. it's like obviously they weren't going to work out and they weren't like meant to. They just like but they it was really actually like as fucked up as it is that these parents did this to him. It actually weirdly in dis like in spite of itself, it worked. <laughs> yeah, it would have been weirdly. really it would have been really boring and dull if they ended up in a romantic relationship you know it's like yeah what's interesting about that i mean he might finally than... get to actually have sex with her though <laughs> hey it counts i don't think the thighs count <laughs> last i checked all right so percy i think arguably is as funny if not funnier than jennifer lawrence in this movie agreed he has some of the funniest lines of the entire year in this like so it the movie ends with one of the funniest where, yeah, he they have this dramatic moment where like he's like, I want to have sex. And then he just blows his load, you know, all over her thighs, which is just hilarious timing. But and, and then the like final line of the movie is him saying like, oh, well, I wonder what sex will be like now that I'm not a virgin. She's like, no, you're still a virgin. He's like, no, no, no. It counts. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it like, doesn't. <laughs> no but like, he was like his he, timing is so funny his timing was really really good and like i feel like he was the wild card where like i you know he's the only one we're not guaranteed to know like how is it gonna work but like i think i was all in on him after the whole first meeting at the dog place and like her just throwing herself at him and him just like shutting everything down and being so scared and like her getting him in the van and amazing <laughs> her and then fucking fate, like getting her right in the face with the hose, like at full blast. It was just fucking great. Cause I'm like, I mean, most guys would probably just flip out or be like, totally like, I can't even do anything. If Jennifer Lawrence is coming on to me like that, I would be hard to fucking concentrate. But I feel like he just nails it in a way where you're like, I just, I feel like a lot of people probably could feel related to him. Yeah. Like, not necessarily as extremely like shut in as he is, but like, a lot of his anxieties and shit just felt like very relatable. <laughs> that whole van sequence, I just had in the back of my head, just stranger danger, stranger danger. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it because that's like exactly. I just love it that that's what he thinks. And she's like, give me your phone. We were texting. Like, I'm going to take that. And it's like, yeah, I'm kidnapping you. But it's like, who would actually think that? <laughs> oh, my it's God. just really cute. But I, I do love this whole like, I feel like one thing I wasn't anticipating with this movie and but with both of their performances was the whole how different millennials and Gen Z are and like the little differences and the little things oh, yeah. that like they really just nailed in this movie. And I feel like both of these characters really nailed both of their parts because obviously that's, you know, 
they are also that age, but still yeah. like, like at least I'm, I'm sure you did, but I felt very seen by Jennifer Lawrence a lot in this movie. Oh yeah. Like when she <laughs> was going through the party, I was like, this is what it's like. Anytime I go on TikTok. this is mm -hmm. how I feel. Just like exactly. looking at stuff like what, what do I, I don't belong <laughs> oh here. Oh my God, I'm on camera. You're filming me. What am I going to do? <laughs> she walks up, but then also like how she's like, oh, why don't you guys go fuck each other? And they're like, oh, what is that? An insult? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, what is that? Homophobic? She's like, well, I'm not homophobic. Stop. <laughs> what are you like, get out of here. Because it's like, yeah, like this is just, we have to, and then their parents are there and they bring them in. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? Like, you think our kids would have a party without our consent? It's like gross. Like that is so true though nowadays. <laughs> They're there. That's a cool mom. You know? Yeah, but that's what's fucked. And then it's also the thing of like when she's like going through the bedrooms, like looking for her, she's like, why isn't it? Does anyone have sex anymore? Yeah. Is anybody fucking anymore? They're all just like, fuck, there's people like playing VR games. Or yeah. Something. It's like, what the fuck? I, I thought you would love the scene when she breaks, breaks in the door. Mm, and yeah. it, she sticks her head through and it's like the shining here's Johnny kind of homage. So Did you good. fuck him? <laughs> I'm telling you, like unhinged Jennifer Lawrence is like goals. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to be like that, but that's what I want to be like. She's oh. incredible. That whole that whole scene when she tries to get him out of the party, tries to like makes him throw up because she thinks he OD'd. But it's like, <laughs> I didn't know you can't mix ibuprofen with alcohol, which is <laughs> so good. <laughs> And the fact that he wasn't even really drinking alcohol, right? He was drinking like that fucking what's it, vermouth? He drinks. I love vermouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like God, like that's not even that's not right. So cute though. And I then he and then he punches her in the throat. That was my favorite part, though. That was it. That was I died laughing. Her reaction and the <laughs> yeah, walking down the shelf. It's just so yeah. good. You're right. Jennifer Lawrence gets fucked up in this movie. She gets maced. She gets punched in the throat. She gets jizzed on her thighs. <laughs> she gets sprayed in the face. She gets fucking she, on a car on fire, driven into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, driven into the ocean, <laughs> which is like running into a brick wall. So like she just got thrown into the wall. Water I'm telling at like you, man. 35, 40 miles an hour. <laughs> she might have made a shit ton of money in like a month. But like half of that must have been medical bills because <laughs> she got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real motivation to sell the house is not uh -huh. for her friend to be able to raise their family there it's yeah. for, for her rehab after getting thrown into the ocean the one thing about that i loved the friends the couple right and like how they were the, the husband was hilarious jim he's like i saw a comment that was like he's basically like the new guy from uh he's taking over like all the roles that that guy from silicon valley what's his face tj miller tj miller because now he's like he's canceled he is all these fucked up things. So there everyone's like, this guy has a very similar. I could see him taking all those kinds of roles because he has a very similar thing. But I'm mm -hmm. like, I like this guy better, honestly. I mean, which I would totally be OK with because yeah. TJ Miller is hilarious in Silicon Valley and he shouldn't be an asshole. So I'm yeah. I'm OK with a replacement because this guy had me laughing the entire movie. Like the human body's <laughs> a cash cow. People just don't understand that. <laughs> and like the whole thing of like, I once had sex with a guy because I didn't want him to kill me. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, babe, well, don't worry. You're with me now. And she's like, she's talking about you, dumbass. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> I, a, I just love that because it's like when they were talking about all the different reasons that they've had sex before. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that just felt very relatable. Like sometimes <laughs> it's really not like 
uh, thing of like, I really am like in love with this guy. One time I did it just so that I could get my fucking phone charger back because it was a really good <laughs> phone charger and it worked so well and it had a really long cord. <laughs> I only went back for that. <laughs> so I just felt it was very, I feel very seen. That probably uh, also is very millennial of me, but whatever. Yeah. That's when I was born. I can't fucking help it. I also loved when he had that one thing where he was like, uh, I have a I have a 20 something cousin who won't go outside the house without her helmet. Might be because of a medical thing. <laughs> like, exactly. They're just like, God, like I can feel our baby getting dumber all the time. That's uh, why I love it. But I will say that the one line that actually made me feel that really hit me to my core was um, from Percy. And it was when they're going, like when she's in the ocean, she's like trying to get him in. And he's like, isn't and, like, you know, she's naked in there. Yeah. And he's like changing. And he's like, isn't this how Jaws started? And like literally exactly the beginning of Jaws. <laughs> when we talked about that, we we're like, yeah. this is exactly what happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's not going to, they're not here. It's like, yes, they are. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll cap off how much, I love Percy because he has two moments that are the funniest things in this entire movie. And they're within like 30 seconds of each other. The first one is when they go to the bar for their date. I mean, first off, Jennifer Lawrence starts it off right. She's like, you look like an accountant in the Bahamas. <laughs> he does because the shorts. And it's so funny because like I love the slow reveal that he was wearing shorts. Because first yeah. you only see like the dress shirt and the fucking blazer and like <laughs> yeah. the way that his whole slow walk in is fucking amazing. Like he's literally, he nails it. You've been there where he, you're like, I don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first time at a bar too. Like I've had that. He walks in, realizes he's overdressed. And then you realize he realizes he's wearing shorts with a blazer and a tie. And then she just nails it with the, yeah, you look like a, an accountant in the Bahamas. It's too perfect. Honestly. But then the two favorite parts are when I forget what it is. There's something said, but then somebody's playing pool and they break the pool balls and his jump, <laughs> the physical comedy of his jump. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> and and then he delivers my favorite line of the entire movie when they're like, uh, can I get a can I get a, a Pepsi? And they're like, we only have Coke. And he's like, do you think we should go somewhere else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, no, <laughs> I just love that. Can we just leave? Can we go somewhere else? He's oh there's God. so many like this movie has a lot of those really like small lines. I feel like that like are hilarious, but they almost like you have. To, I, I noticed them on a rewatch a lot. Yeah. So like my favorite. I didn't catch this the first time. But when he when they're doing the dog adoption and he says to her, why do you want to adopt the dog? And she says, because I can't have dogs of my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The way that she says that is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then also when she meets his parents for the first time and he's like, and the dad's like, my name's Laird. And she's like, Laird? Like, like a, lasa lasagna? <laughs> no, not like lasagna. But it's like, just call me Laird. It's like, I, I actually, I can't. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that is like probably the weirdest name. And I feel like so like, I've never met a Laird in real life, but I've seen it on a couple like movies or shows. And I'm like, I just would feel so bad if that was your name. That's got to be the worst name. That that line was funny watching with subtitles because if I didn't have subtitles, I would get it. Laird, Laird, like lasagna. Yeah. But because I read it with the spelling yeah. of L-A-I-R-D, I was like, 
layered like lasagna <laughs> but it's like, I also had to do that that's why I got it more of like I got it a lot more the second time so like but I just really appreciate when a comedy's not just like the big crazy fucking moments like I mean they're the nude fight scene would have been almost enough, right? I feel like, but there's just so many, like even when he's nude on top of her car and like yeah. the cops and she's like <laughs> fucking out running with the train right there. That's yeah. a, that's an amazing part. I died laughing. Well, and so this movie has unbelievably funny moments, but then it has like really like intense, like uh, I guess dramatic is the only way I could say it moments. Like we already mentioned it, but like when he plays man eater at the restaurant, dude, like everybody's panties got wet. <laughs> they got wet. I mean, his friend that he met soaked. up with, Natalie. So oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> that Jennifer wanted it. I mean, first off, him singing it and doing like this piano acapella thing. Gorgeous. And then Jennifer Lawrence's face, like realizing this is this isn't good. This I'm, yeah, this I'm I'm screwing. This is a, not a good thing I'm doing. Like that moment was really good. And like I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this this feels like such a long scene. Like, because he's mm -hmm. doing like the whole song. And like it's, it's so really good, drawing you. It's 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 amazing. And oh, I was like, damn, dude, I didn't know you had that in in him. Like, I mean, I knew that he played music, right? But they said that he played music for no one, which I was like, Oh, you mean like Will Ferrell and Step Brothers? But like <laughs> this was like incredible talent. Like I will say I love Will Ferrell singing at the Catalina wine mixer. But like this was just like, holy shit. What is this guy? Lady Gaga? Like <laughs> just felt like, holy shit. But when you uh, right, when you said intense, I could not fucking forget that my favorite part was like from that whole date. The first yeah. date of like you were saying that you felt like that dinner scene is his funniest when she's like talking about oh i had a really intense dream about you last night yeah. it's like oh that's private and it's like you ever have intense dreams and he's like oh uh yeah i guess so and then it's like you know harley quinn and he just describes like how he had a dream like what what she couldn't have he wouldn't let her adopt Put him a dog. In a cage or whatever, she locked yeah. him in a dog cage and dragged her back to the hideout and he kicked the skate at the cage and like just screamed and then she's like and that made you come. <laughs> and I just love his like, uh, I did not. <laughs> She's oh like, how is that a fucking sex dream? <laughs> He's like, I thought you just had intense dreams. <laughs> but it's like, this guy just really nails it in a way that I was not expecting. And he really was. He's super charming while being such a fucking, he's fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah, like you, you watch him and you don't immediately think, you know, um, you know, the this is the end, the nerd. The, you I don't mean, think yeah. that you you think oh this is a nerd but he's cute like he's yeah. so innocent <laughs> yeah it's like he's getting so uncomfortable with her being like i'm really interested in having sex with you like she's so over the top you know and he's just like Ugh. like it just freak it's like pushing him away yeah <laughs> it's really sweet but it also is like a really kind of interesting difference about you know gen z and millennials it's and great stuff and i think this movie it, one of the things that makes it stand out is that it really comes down to like two different generations essentially working together to grow you know mm -hmm. like jennifer lawrence has to overcome her stuff and then you know he's got to overcome his stuff and mm -hmm. they only do that through each other so with it ending with them being friends and having this totally insane kind of crazy story like i don't know i thought it was really nice i thought it was like oh this is Maybe we maybe we can be friends and not just blame each other for other generations Aww. problems. 
Jace, you that is amazing. I'm gonna cry. That was beautiful. I feel like you <laughs> just really summed up exactly why this movie I feel like is very feel good, like you said, but also really worthwhile. And I feel like more people should fucking understand. I mean, I feel like every movie is trying to tell us and every actor always says in their speeches that we should be kind to one another because everyone's fucking the opposite of that. So yeah. it's like, I love seeing people who might start antagonistic, but then come together in the end. And they end up like, like you said, bettering each other. Like, cause it's not a horror. Like we don't all have to be separate, you know, like we can all get along. It's not a big deal. And, and we maybe don't... we can all have sex and not shame everybody about it. It doesn't have to be a thing. We don't have to be worried about what everyone's doing wrong all the time. Like, it's just so strange to me. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe uh, you don't have to only be romantically involved with someone to grow from that relationship. Exactly. There's <laughs> a lot of things now. Come on, people. But I, I love that. I think you summed it up perfectly. And like, honestly, that is exactly how I feel about this movie. And if you have not seen it, you really should fix that. You should. Especially with, um, I'm going to give one last shout out to the friend that he works with at the shelter. Just constant one-liners. Oh, like, that guy was a surprise. I fucking love salad. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, Goddamn American built. <laughs> this whole thing is just like, or like after they leave early and he's like, I approve. It's like just so weird and like random that like I wasn't expecting it. He was incredible. But yeah, this movie oh. was way more fun than I expected and I think comedies are back baby they're back alright well I hope y'all have enjoyed this month of comedy that we've been talking about because uh, we're about to pull the e-break and we're going to talk about some uh, some very very compelling interesting and non-English movies yeah, we're going foreign language, baby. And I'm just like, I'm excited because it might be a, like a tall like ask for some people. But if you have not watched any foreign films like ever or lately, like there's so many good ones and they're easily available on streaming and you should really, you know, be open to it. So that's what we're going for this week. Plus, I watch everything with subtitles already. So Me too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just old, whatever. But I like to know what the fuck they're saying. Well, but uh, and they're yeah. like, you know, I think it's just it's fucking a new year. So I think it's time to do something new. Yeah. Maybe not for us, but for other people. Yeah. And, you know, foreign movies, there's there's a different flavor to them that that you just don't get in American movies. I mean, other than the language, obviously, but just like you, you see different cultures, different styles. It's just really mm -hmm. interesting. Like you weren't there when, when I did RRR, but mm -hmm. like, I love that movie because it's so different than anything that I see here in the States. 100%. So we're going to do that for this next episode. Primarily, we're going to talk about Netflix's uh, most recent edition of Society of the Snow, which Boy, oh boy, that movie is intense. Yes, it's very long, but it's so good. And it's all about the true story of the Uruguayan flight mm -hmm. that crashed in the Andes. And it's amazing. The, the same director, J.A. Boyana, I think, um, he did this movie, The Impossible, with Tom, really young Tom Holland and Naomi Watts. And it's actually really good. It was about the, the um, tsunami in Thailand. And it's Wait. like a disaster piece. And it, I just feel like he's got a real fucking this is he's really good at this basically oh i did not director. know he did that yeah he's and... like got a real flair for these movies he makes you feel like i feel like they're just 
very realistic disaster movies, especially compared to something like, you know, I love Day After Tomorrow, but very different. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also can't believe that you mentioned Naomi Watts and Tom Holland, which I didn't know he was in that. But you didn't mention Ewan McGregor. I forgot. Well, he's like barely in the movie. I feel like it's like 90, like he's like gone forever. And I was like, is he even in this movie? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to dip a little bit. We're going to talk about a a real horror movie that, yes. like, if you don't like him, don't watch it. Uh, but it's wild. It's called When Evil Lurks. Um, we're going to touch Shutter. a little bit. Of, yeah, we're going to touch a little bit on that. But, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff that's coming up right now. And uh, there's a lot of good foreign, non-English stuff that's coming up. So, yeah, everyone, if you don't know how much I love Godzilla Minus One, we're definitely doing an episode. But we're later. just shifting now. We're only doing foreign movies, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Buckle up. <laughs> All right. Well, take care. And we'll see you next week on the regular exclusive podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out here. <laughs>